on 2SM and the Super Radio Network, let's get back to High Tide. Yes, it certainly is. Good morning. It is five minutes after five. The weather forecast for today for Sydney Coastal Waters, Broken Bay to Port Hacking. We're looking at north easterly, 15 to 20 knots, increasing to 20 to 25 knots in the early afternoon, then reaching up to 30 knots in the evening. Seas around one metre, increasing to one to two metres around midday. Swell will be south to southeasterly around one metre and partly cloudy. A bit kinder, if you like, in closed waters, Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay. Northeasterly up. About 10 knots, increasing to 15 to 20 knots in the early afternoon and around about 25 by evening. There is a strong wind warning current. It's for the Hunter Sydney, Illawarra, Batesman Coast and Eden Coast as well. What about Southwest Rocks? Have you uh, got one for no, Southwest Rocks? Southwest Rocks. Will you yes, do I that have. while I give them a buzz, a buzz? Eastly, 10 to 15 knots, turning northeasterly in the afternoon. Winds reaching up to 20 knots offshore, south of Coffs Harbour in the evening. Seas around 1 metre. The swirls southeasterly, 1 to 1.5 metres inshore, increasing 1.5 to 2 offshore, partly cloudy. So we need that for Laurie McAnally. Yep, so, that's not too bad. And uh, overall fishing, you need to be out early. I would say. The way the weather's shaping up, I'd be heading back home by lunchtime. Oh, I think you're right, too. So uh, let's find out. Let's go to Laurie McAnally. Good morning, Laurie. Happy New Year. Good morning, Mr. Blake. Good morning, Kieran. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, listeners. Happy New Year to everybody. As the sun starts to come up, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here watching the Faskigals play on my front veranda. There you go. <laughs> If you don't know what a fasky gale is, look it up on a... It's an Australian mammal. An Australian... Um, 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 yeah, one of those things. Like a, a, a quoll, like a little quoll. They come here and hunt the, the poor frogs. I had a beautiful family of frogs here that are sadly no longer with us. <laughs> the fasty gales ate them, did they? The fasty gales have eaten, chewed them up, crunched them up. <laughs> yeah, they get the Christmas boodles, the cicadas. Anything that's on the front veranda... When we've had the lights on, they clean up, yeah. Is it a brush-tailed or a red-tailed? No, red-tailed Western Australia. These are brush-tailed. He's just got Google, Laurie. He's, yeah. just, he's on Google. He doesn't know they've what he's a, talking about. They've, they've got a feather dusted tail. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. There's two of them here, a male and a female. They're bouncing around the front veranda here. How can you tell the difference? Oh, bigger. Males, much bigger. There you go, sir. And rightly so. Stay out of this one. It's only going to get worse. What about a fishing I, I, report? I could add something to that, Kieran. <laughs> this is a family show and I will be That's why I got out of it. Now, listen, let's get to a fish report. And after that, when we we'll go to an ad break, I want to... While, while you've got your computer active, look up Queen Snapper. Queen because Snapper? Because through the fish report, we'll catch one. Okay. And it says they're never caught here, but we catch plenty of them. Anyway... We've got two weeks' worth of fishing, so as PJ, for those who listened yesterday, we've had good weather and really, really good fishing. So um, so we've been out probably six or seven times since Christmas. Uh, plenty of uh, fish right along the... Uh, we fished in 60 metres uh, on Boxing Day, and um, we got a really nice catch of snapper and small pearlies and some flathead with, Uncle T- with Terry, and then we went the next day and went wide... Uh, and everyone gets the Christmas phone call. You know, any chance of taking my son-in-law fishing, Laurie? <laughs> so we <laughs> we took a bloke. I'm always really anxious not to do that. But anyway, we did it. And uh, anyway, we caught... Well, we get seven seven kingies, six snap at a two kilo and a two kilo pearl perch. So that was pretty good. And then Winnie and, Winnie and uh, Peter came and we went wide. We went to 102 metres and did pretty well. And yeah, the second time Winnie and I and Polish Pete fished, we got a complete bag limit, no current, no wind, no current, uh, straight up and down, no drift. And I just said to them, so we're just going to do something you know, really tricky today, we're just going to do what's called bombing. So we come up to the spot, find the fish and just drop straight on them. So we got a bag limit of pearl perch to 4.1 kilo. So we had 15 pearlies and then you know, the usual snapper, pigfish, mullies, flathead. Whatever. Anyway, was we've, uh, so that's been good. And then the spotty mackerel showed up. So 
every trip up now, you can if you put the timing up off grassy on the, the fish are on the middle ground. Usually they show up on the close ground first, but they're on the middle ground. Big fish up to seven kilos, seven and a half kilo, and most boats are getting there two to three a morning. So uh, they've just started. So that's that's a good sign for everybody. They're on an odd cove yeah. So no, we've had a great time. But yeah, in amongst those when we caught those pearl perch. And they were coming up two at a time. Yeah, um, Polish Pete caught a three kilo queen snapper. Okay, yeah, interesting looking fish. Beautiful, uh, beautiful looking fish. Yeah, magnificent yeah. colours. But it's funny, the West Australian ones are a bluey, greeny, yellow thing. With the ones, the other ones are talking about are red. No, 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 the bluey one. It's the bluey coloured ones from South Australia. Yes. Yep. So, so yes, and it's always it always says from they're caught basically from the Victorian border round to Western Australia. They're also called a Southern Blue Mowong. Southern Blue Mowong. It's a part of the Mowong family, right, but it doesn't yeah. eat like a Mowong. No, it doesn't like look it like it. It eats really well. It, it looks like it on the, looks like a good thing. fighting fish with a massive tail on it. Yeah, and and uh, and, and Polish Pete's up the bow saying, oh, "I'm going to need the net for this one." <laughs> I'm going, yeah, "Well, I'm busy too, pal." <laughs> Get some kill your own. Anyway, he hauls up this great big Maui. He said, "This is the, great, the biggest Maui I've ever seen." And I said, "No, no, that's a coin snapper." So we netted that. He was quite chuffed with that. And the other thing, in amongst the catches, we've got over that spread over those four or five or six days, whatever it was, uh, we got six. Uh, but, 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 uh, Moses perch, big ones. Oh, okay. The All right. They eat well. They, they eat. Are, well. They are. They <laughs> are. Look, if you see one for sale at the co-op, grab and it. We do catch quite a few. Just buy it. They are just one of the great eating fish. So, but for us, normally we'd catch one or two a year. To catch six in a fortnight, yeah. there's obviously a few around. So we got some of those at Rocks in Line. And some of those up on the um, where we catch the spotty mackerel on the on the snook ground, and they've been mostly caught on those. Uh, um, Alan and Terry catch them on the kabucha jigs. Uh, um, kombucha, I don't know, kabura, kabura jigs. <laughs> right. And they fish the kabura jigs with. They put some squid legs on the on the on the uh, hooks, and then just leave them in the right holder about four feet off the bottom, and they catch all sorts of fish on them. Well, the Munsey's family are still up there, and yeah, I they. Heard about that. Yeah, and Dave said to me on Wednesday, he said, "Hey, look, my son just caught these uh, two big lobsters. Um, let's say one six kilo and one seven kilo." Yeah, and they have to go back, Kieran. Their, their size limit is one hundred and eighteen. The maximum size, like flathead, the maximum size you can have is one hundred and eighteen carapace length, and a six kilo one would be about one twenty five. So. He has to return them to the water. I'm sure they did. And, and he, of course. Yeah, well, I, I caught one a while back too that went back to the water, but it was the shells went back to the water <laughs> and the, the meat went... <laughs> went to, you know. That's a compromise. It could have been the same the situation, I would think. Well, I, I don't mention it on the program, but no, I caught six... What did we get? Six crayfish one before Easter, uh, before Christmas, yeah. We, you don't mention it too often because it just stimulates other people to go and either get them or steal yours. And speaking <laughs> of stealing, we've had a, a steal-free Christmas for mud crabs. No, no mud crab trap has been violated. Oh wow! What's there must must be a few people on holidays gone elsewhere. No, no, we've got. You know, there's people understand now that there's consequences. Good. Yeah, I'm having a, a brand new and having a brand new Hilux with a two-tone bonnet is one of the consequences. Okay, <laughs> that'll do it most times. Let's stir them up anyway. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if it's got that new acidic look. <laughs> it's called acid etched, Kieran. Acid etched. <laughs> oh, it's a new, it's a new, it's a new finish here. That yeah. we Anyway, so we've had no trouble with uh, crab theft this year for a change. It's very good. <laughs> so, um, but no, no. I think I think we've also got rid of some of the some of the trash actually has been caught and dealt with. So. It's, uh, we've done well. But now, look, the fishing offshore obviously been good. Marlin are a bit slow. I haven't seen much on Marlin. Millions and millions of, um, of dolphin fish. And for Peter Turnell, for his shark experts, for the first time in five or six years, we've got heaps of hammerheads. And hammerheads are supposed to be sort of endangered, vaguely endangered or threatened or something. But there's heaps of them this year. We've had some days with two, three, four, they're little fellas, so anything from about 10 kilo up to about 40. 
Uh, but we've had lots and lots of hammerheads around, and you, even when we were just drifting around at the catching bottom fish, we've had hammerheads swimming around the boat. So very, it's, it's good to see. I don't want to see any of these, you know, apex predators endangered. I, I have no idea what's caused the problem with the hammerheads. But um, well, young Brad from Lake Macquarie that was on earlier. Yeah, I heard him earlier. Yep. Yeah, uh, talking about uh, yesterday about the run of hammerhead sharks that are about. Yeah, well, he said they're only, you know, like about a metre and a half, two metres. Yeah, this is what we've got too. Uh, we've had lots of them, yeah, plenty of them. I've had them, even right in the bay, I had one right in the mouth of the, of the river um, through the week. Do you find them aggressive? Coming out. What was that? Do you find them ag- aggressive? No. <laughs> Nowhere no, near as right. aggressive as Laurie if you steal his crab trap. <laughs> That's for sure. A, yeah, I do have a fairly short fuse, but I was a redhead. You can't help it. <laughs> Irish and a redhead, it's... Just part of it. <laughs> Laurie, we might take a quick break and come back and have a gibber if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have another... Oh, okay. keep, keep going, keep going. We'll do that. Let's go to the break and we'll come back. <laughs> 16 after 5. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbor Vitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbor Vitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. Treat your taste buds with irresistible chocolates from the Byron Bay Chocolate Company. Oh, can I have one too? Yes, here's a moon macadamia. Mmm, thanks. Oh, yum. Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, locally sourced and imported from our perfect growing climate of the Byron Bay region and our beautiful hinterland. It's a little family company, big in chocolate, supplying the world. Can I have another? Here, chocolate macadamia. Look out for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlets. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Listen to 2SM online. 2SM Super Network dot com. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. It is 19 minutes after five. We're chatting with Laurie McAnally. He's got a, what were we saying, Kieran? He's got um, and beach. beach and rock to talk about. And the estuary to do yet. And estuary, yeah. Well, on the beaches, first time for, oh, not first time, happens every summer. There's a few small tailors showed up. These are 500 to 700 gram fish. They're not the nice big winter fish, but if you want to feed a tailor, there has been a few tailor caught right along Smoky Cape Beach and uh, Hat Head uh, and south of there down to Crescent Head. So there's obviously a few around. 
Uh, on the rocks, uh, plenty of bonito from what I gather. Fair few bonito being spun up, probably a few Taylor, uh, and uh, a handful of brim and drummer still hanging around. So it's not fantastic uh, on the rocks at the moment, but the beaches have been sort of okay. Uh, a handful of whiting in the corners on the, and on the flats. Now the whiting, the big whiting bite's been north of here on uh, on the beach at Stewart's Point, which is North Beach. So funny, funny, funny name. That seeing as north of Southwest Rocks. Um, but you have to go all the way around to Stewart's Point to get on. But for the locals, there's been quite a few good whiting taken on, on North Beach, on beachworms. So that would be a, a, a good bet with these uh, good, these good conditions. I've actually been, this morning I've been to the headland before I came down on the show because I'm obviously hooked up, ready to go <laughs> as soon as this is over. Um, there's a light easterly with a bit of joggle, but it's quite okay. But the beach is... There's just enough surf to make the beach fishing pretty good. So that would be, a, if, you, if you're in the caravan park at Stewart's Point, wander down with a few worms and a light spinning rod and, uh, and catch a few whiting for breakfast. You can't beat that. Now, the estuary firing very, very well. Some really good bloodies. Uh Not many mud crabs, Kieran. You'd be disappointed. But the quality's high, but the catch is small. Um, so anyway, that's... Uh, uh, that, that's how it is with the muddies, but the flathead are really good. <laughs> Sadly, I, some people just can't help themselves. You know, I can average probably 15 or 20 flatties a morning. There was a bloke at the cleaning table that, when I was there. The other day. I had three. I kept three. He had uh, three quarters of a fish box of dusky flathead. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I was going to say something. I thought, nah. Just don't do anything. Just keep your mouth shut, Loz. So anyway, so, oh, yeah, lots of fun. Yeah. Is that the New Year's resolution, is it, Laurie? No. No, no, I've been doing this for some time. I'm 68, mate. My, my your days <laughs> of ducking and weaving are limited. Hey? Your days of ducking and weaving are getting limited, are they? Well, I've just had 15 grand's worth of teeth put in, mate. I'm not going to oh. do that and have a... Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got the last two to go next week. That'll be another six grand or something. On, on, what are they, on post or something? If somebody anyway. swings at me, I'll be like a Hollywood star. Well, Don't that, touch my teeth. Don't touch my teeth. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. I, you know, so, you, no, I'm, hey, Laurie? I'm, I'm, very placid. When you spend that amount of money, don't forget to give Julie a card with the equivalent. That's, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, she's, she's all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, so no, so I'm, 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 I'm very careful of my teeth now. So no, no ducking, no weaving. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an odd karate block or something. I'll have to think about what I do. So, but no, I try to abstain from all that. That just upsets people. You don't know. I'll leave that to Terry. He's, he loves it. <laughs> but he's, he's an ex-SAS, so it's a bit different for him. <laughs> mm. um, and, and not only that, he likes it. I don't, I don't like it. If, well, I don't like losing anyway. <laughs> uh, so back to fishing. The, the river's pretty good for flatties, obviously very good for flathead, along, all along the break walls. There's a good lot of good sprinkling of mangrove jacks have come in. I've seen two or three people. I even seen, I even saw, I'll correct my grammar, uh, Pope Bob the Silent. He caught one the other morning in the, in the misty dark with no lights on, the usual story with Bob. I didn't run him over this time. Uh, so, uh, but he caught a nice mangrove jack down at uh, Marshy's. And there's been some mangrove jacks caught at the bamboos and some jewfish, with legal-sized jewfish caught here at Jerseyville. Uh, I saw a fellow with live bait catch off uh, two nice flatties and a four kilo mulloway off the bank here at Jersey on our uh, throwing out from the wharf. So there's a there's a bit here. It's worth it's a, it's a it's a good fish. And I've had Ronnie Abdilla having to send me an email to find out what radio stations to tune into <laughs> so he can hear the show this morning. And, and the last one is for Alan. Yes, I think I've got a couple of minutes to go. Uh, for the fourth time in my boating career, I went to a, I did a, a, a non-essential rescue this time. The other three have been a matter of life and death. And the boat I went to exactly uh, had an overheat on the uh, coming along the break wall, but luckily with a rising tide, so they're drifting safely back inland. But had been bounced up and down the wall a couple of times when I got there. They were in a, a state of mild um, apoplexy. Could not offer me more than three two meters of Telstra rope to tow them with. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. But I am set up with a yeah. with a quick with a quick release rig. Yeah. So I, um, I've got the lady on the bow and I tossed to the rope and I'm going under the under the rail, please put it under the rail. 
And she said, no, 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 go, 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 go. I just said, put it under the rail. I said, if I go, <laughs> all the bolts will fly out of your fiberglass. Right. I'm trying to talk calmly to her and she's not responding. <laughs> yes. <that's> a... <laughs> anyway, we got the rope on and towed them away. And I said, look, when we get up near the ramp, just go on to 72 so I can, it'll be crowded and I'll have to whip you sort of, you know, how you'd, he's got no power, so I've got to, and, yeah. and the rising tide's going to carry me straight at the wharf. So I said, I've got to get you. He said, oh, the radio doesn't work, mate. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. So all this stuff with the BOEs and the BSOs and all the other crap from transport, start checking that the things on the boats work. Work. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and this fellow was very kind. I found a, a really nice slab of Great Northern on my, at my front door, so someone's obviously told him where I live. So he was very gracious, gracious and grateful. And, um, but yeah, if you're going to look, you know, having a, having a thermostat play up, this is a, about a 30 year old fiberglass boat, Al, with a, uh, 140V4 Jonna. Yeah, at least 30 year old, yeah. <laughs> and fairly old, yeah. And, um, yeah, and I sort of, I was going to intimate to him that he should do a bit more maintenance when he told me that he'd already had the NRMA change the wheel bearing for him oh, for the dealer. Dear. But you know, it's mostly not the thermostat on it. Uh, the old no. V4 Jonos and V6 Jonos um, had some uh, rubber dowels going around the cylinder heads that made the water flow correctly. And over a period oh, right. of time, it gets squashed and blocks the water flow off on them. Oh, so you've actually right. got to pull the head gaskets out and change these little rubbers. And it's a bit if of you a don't... Well, if you think you've been fine for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would suggest this boat hasn't had any maintenance for some considerable that, time. That's, that's what it'll be, guaranteed. And they will do it. And it's not a big job to do. It's only 10 bolts aside and pull these two rubbers out and check them. But you can do the thermos while you're in there. It's a different yeah. thing. But uh, that's what it'll be. Those, we, I actually had one of those motors years ago. They're actually pretty good, but they oh, yeah. a lot of fuel. Oh, that's right, yeah. Rattle a lot because yeah. the pistons have plenty yeah. of clearance in them. <laughs> we used to have yeah, to I'll, carry. I'll, I'll Grant, I will make you, I heard you talking about trolling, I will make you a crash, what is called a crash line. Yachties, yachties use crash lines. Do, do tell. No, no, it's a rubber springer. Yeah. With, with three mil Venetian blind cord and then a big swivel and then about four metres of 120 pound mono and a... On your one, you will have a custom-made, handmade lure from me. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank pair, you. A pair, pair of really strong hooks. Do not, if you get them in you, they will not come out. Be careful. <laughs> I'll guarantee you that. I'll guarantee you that one. <laughs> no, 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 I'll send you. I'll send you a crash line, and you just attach it to your bollard. It lives on a lives on a little hand spool. Yeah. And it, 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 it will catch you all manner of good things as you sail along, yeah. Ooh, now I'm excited. <laughs> now I'm excited. No, Thank no, you. No, you'll, catch, you'll catch striped tuna and frigate mackerel and little yellowfin and uh, little kingies <laughs> and tailor and also it'll, it, it'll, it will – I have used them ex, uh, extensively when we used to have um, – a friend of ours had a racing yacht at um, Royal Prince Alfred. And yeah. He, I, he stupidly used to invite Julie and I out and um, – when, when racing, when we were just sailing, we put this out. We, we caught heaps and heaps of big tailor and salmon and things in at the mouth of Pitwater with it. Beautiful. Except we we used to on. use push bike tubes uh, when yeah, I was up at Noosa. Same, same, same. Yeah, that's right. And but he used to hate it when the tailor would come into the push pit and explode in a in all this claret would go everywhere. He just about had apoplexy. <laughs> I'm not that white. precious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I will I will leave you alone. <laughs> And let's say just before you go, yeah. uh, I have Dennis Donald send you a copy of what he sent us. No, where... I didn't reply to Dennis's. I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm retired, mate. I don't do anything. Yeah, he's no uh, just been a little critical of uh, Pete Turnell. Uh, Pete's been fobbing work off and not answering. Uh, calls and uh, letters might that have be, been sent to be him. Sean Sloan, he's bagged rather in depth. And uh, give it a Moriarty as well. And uh, from what I'm reading, with um, genuine reasons. Yeah, oh, look, I'm sure there is, but Laurie has genuine disinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, Laurie. Enjoy your fishing. 
Hopefully a lot. So, <laughs> right. so, just before we go down, but talk about those uh, deflectors and those old V4s and V6 Johnson yep. and Evan Roods, if you've got one. It's, uh, head gaskets are designed to be changed every five years now because they don't have the asbestos and things that they used to have. Uh, these deflectors, they're like a thick piece of hose. They're about oh, six mil around with a, about a two mil hole in the centre of it and it fits in nicely in a, a little bit between the cylinders just off to the side and the water flows around it. It makes it deflected so it doesn't just go round around the one barrel. And with corrosion over a period of time it gets squashed. So instead of being round it becomes oval and the four or five mil wide gap on the side becomes three mil, two mil, one mil and that's when it overheats yeah. and gets hot there and then it blows a head gasket because it's getting hot. So you'll destroy an engine if you don't change them. So it's just if you've got an old V4 or uh, V6, what about 90 degree cross flow. <laughs> well, you used to have that same problem on the early Ford, the V8 yeah. Fords. 3 well. 2 11s apart now, before I've got plenty of them in stock. So you can still get um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Evan Rood and Johnson. Oh, parts? yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no problems at all. No, they've been around for 100 years. There's plenty of spares out there. Oh, so like the old HQ Holdens, you just go to Woolies and pick up your spare parts, basically. Yeah, yeah, but if you've got one of those old V4s and it's starting to get hot um, or a V6, that's what it is. Handy to know. We'll take a break and be back on the other side of this, 29 minutes away from six. Talk overnight. Princess Mary, soon to become Queen Mary, born in Hobart and now to become a a queen. First time an Australian born to become a royal. I think it's it's a fantastic story. This is 2SM. Well, as the world's growing more aggressive in the way it is, I think we've got to keep an eye on our own. I mean, you want to be a noddy, mate? You've got to be a noddy. People come here and they usually renounce their country because they want a better life. Why would you have two citizenships? Talk overnight on 2SM. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customisable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now. Enjoy a brilliant $2,000 factory bonus on selected Santa Fe and Palisade, plus a great $1,500 factory bonus on the Tucson SUV. Experience our most innovative SUVs, packed with SmartSense safety, advanced technology and intuitive design. Hurry, limited time only. Offer on select stock and not applicable on every model. T's and C's apply. Visit your local showroom today. Imagine that. Hyundai. For those high-rise and difficult-access painting jobs, Skyhook Painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult-access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone 0449 849 949. This is 2SM Sydney. 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. It certainly is. It's 26 minutes away from 6 o'clock coming up very shortly. We're going to catch up with uh, Mike from the Complete Angler and get a Sydney fish report for you as well. Okay. Well, we had a we had a good uh, report yesterday from Peter Johnson. Let's see what we find out today. What an update. Morning, Pete. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are we? Happy Sunday. How'd you go? Any reports? Did you get to fish in yourself? No I, no, I didn't get a chance to go fishing because I had uh, limited time to sort of get home from work and uh, get something to eat and go to bed and get up again early. So, yeah, here I am talking to you from Grafton about ready to hit the road to head back home. But, oh, um, yeah, 
Yeah, the um, the update is that uh, the fishing in the river is just everybody, like there was 35 boats out the other day, um, out yesterday afternoon down at Bonnock, and I caught up with a few, uh, few of the river crew and um, some of the flattered they caught, you know, like they returned, I think Murray Ralph said they returned five fish over the 70 centimetres and they're tossing plastics, not taking bait anymore, five fish over 70, and between him and the uh, two other people on board, they've kept nine fish for a feed. Um, So that's not bad going. Um, Plenty of little fellas about, so you've got to be careful. You know, that uh, 36 centimetre marks, the the, uh, the, the, the take-home stage, just be careful because there's a lot very close to that. But some of them are coming up really, really dark and then they go to that uh, creamy yellow down to the white on the belly. So they've been in the system for a while and uh, when, they're, when they're the real dark ones. Um, but uh, the standout lures have been uh, the, the pinky red uh, colours, soft plastics, and also uh, anything in a uh, silver black mullet pattern. They've been the dynamite baits on the soft plastics. Um <clears throat> He uh, also managed to find a few brim in there, although they weren't big. Um, 36 centimetres was the biggest they found brim-wise. Um, but they're, they're, they're smattering through. And it's funny. Um, I don't know whether, it's, whether the, um, the commercial guy's meshing or, or not. The, the blackfish, uh, there have been a few blackfish around um, in front of the uh, old pool next to the Martin Bridge. has been fishing really well for them. Um, and then once the, <laughs> the netters are there, the, the fish uh, scatter around the river. But um, the back of the leases there and up towards the mouth of the Dawson River, there's been quite a few uh, blackfish around the leases there. The guys crabbing, well, they're doing all right around Crokai and um, and Lansdowne River's been going all right for crabs. But again, uh, if you want to keep your gear, sit over them. Don't, uh, don't leave them there overnight and uh, expect them to be there. But um, you know, on top of on top of what else has been happening, uh, you, you know, it's um, it, I mentioned about the plethora of octopus in the river. Everyone I spoke to that's been crabbing said, "Man, all these octopus in the trap." And I said, "Did you keep one?" And they went, "No." And like, <laughs> just there's so many, so many great recipes out there for for, for the octopus now. People say I've cooked it and I've cooked it and it's gone like rubber. But what I found, I get the octopus, we cut the head off and then what we do is we cut it up into sections about three or four inches long and we slowly simmer it for 20 minutes. We don't boil the daylights out of it at a high temp, we simmer it. And by slowly cooking it at a simmer, it tends to slowly soften up. And a bit of vinegar in the water and... uh, it comes up pretty good. So if you want to really um, uh, capitalise on your day in the water and, 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 you know, have a few crabs, get an octopus and uh, and do it that way. There's plenty of recipes to be found on the internet. And, uh, gee whiz, you know, it's another great feed comes out of the river. Um, like I said, um, the oysters, they're in prime condition at the moment. Support your local oyster industry and, and go, and, go and buy a couple of dozen. I know Bain's oysters up there at Manning Point, they're um, going really, really well. Ruprex have got some great oysters going up there as well. The, uh, the beaches, um, it's some great whiting coming off the beach, um, but they're really only looking at at live worms at the moment. We uh, had some leftover yabbies the other day and uh, we got a few fish, although the dart were um, pretty plentiful on the yabbies. But as soon as we took a, uh, as soon as we took a, uh, uh, a beach worm on the hook and threw it out there, the, the whiting must have come along and just muscled the dart out the way because the whiting are going pretty good, you know, 39, 40 centimetres there, really good whiting. Um, and then you'll get yeah, then you'll get your, your your patch of school whiting, which are, you know, like 26, 27, 28. So you've got to sort probably, you know, a third of what you catch you're keeping on those off the beach. But, um, yeah, and um, I did hear... Yesterday afternoon, uh, that one of the holiday makers uh, got 11 kilo due just uh, down the beach from the surf club there, just behind the school. So that's not bad. Uh, um, 
looks like the good news is that the uh, red weeds finally gone on holidays. Um, so that, that's a good thing, mate. You know, um, and offshore the the fishing just keeps coming the same. The, you know, the dolphin fishery out there. Uh, I did say that I'm expecting an early um, an early um, late January um, come through. Uh, there's been reports of a marlin, but nothing confirmed. So I think the way this water temperature, it's gone from 23.8 to 25.3 going from 110 foot of water out to 160 foot of water, that was a difference in temperature change on um, on Thursday. So I reckon early marlin, early mackerel season now. There's nothing wrong with that. That'd be nice. Well, you're saying the dolphin fish are plentiful anyway, so they like that warmer water as well. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing, when we were catching the trag the other day out in 120 foot of water, You'd get colour and you'd see the fish for, you know, 50 feet down coming up. That's how good the water clarity was, yeah. Okay. So that's a good sign. So we're, we're just uh, waiting um, to see what happens. In I think this week uh, we might get a, a, a bit after that southerly last night, we might get a bit of a, a, a look-see. It might change the current a little bit and uh, really spur things on. But, um, uh, look, Mate, if you can't catch a fish at the moment, have a, seriously have a look at what you're doing. It's not... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, PJ, thank you for the update. Much appreciated. We'll talk to you next yeah. week. All right, yeah, all right. Take care, guys, and, um, yeah, talk to you next week. See you, mate. Bye-bye. See you, PJ. Thank you very much. Coming up in a moment, we're going to catch up with Mike from The Complete Angler. Stick around, a quick break. G'day, Australia. Glenn McGrath here. No one should go through breast cancer without care. That's why every virtual pink seat you buy during the NRMA Insurance Pink Test helps ensure that people with breast cancer can access the support of a McGrath breast care nurse for free. Help the McGrath Foundation reach our goal of 250 McGrath breast care nurses this year. Unite in pink and buy your virtual pink seat at pinktest.com. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks helpful function staff on 9670 Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg ginger beer is a true blue brew, a quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg ginger beer. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. 2SM. 
has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. It is 15 minutes away from 6 o'clock. Just a reminder, if you're thinking of heading out today, there is a strong wind warning for the Hunter, Sydney, Illawarra, Batesmans and Eden Coast. Alan. We've had a nice Christmas break, but I bet it's been busy out at the complete angle. Let's go and talk to Mike. It's 938 Woodville Road at Guildford. Morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we all? We're good. How was your Christmas? Oh, it was lovely. It was very good. Very, very good. Always busy, always chaotic, but that's the way Christmas should be. should always be ridiculously busy. So, speaking, but, of um, things, no, it's been really good. speaking of things religious, Alan, you're not allowed to just refer to him as Mike from the Complete Angler now. You have to call him the Messiah. The man <laughs> enabled me to catch fish during the Christmas break <laughs> on Lake Macquarie. That man is a genius. <laughs> oh, you were the you weren't at the fish markets, were you, Grant? Not no. again. <laughs> you know. Actually, Mike, you had you had New Year's Eve on the harbour. Did you catch yeah. any fish while you're out there? You know what we did, actually, we did. <laughs> of course, we got to have a fishing rod out. Of course. Yeah. Um, actually, it was quite interesting. Actually, we caught a brim. Um, we caught a couple of brim, actually, but one of the brims that had. They have a like a disease in them where they have the back, which is concaved, actually. I'm going to put the photo on Facebook later on, but okay. uh, it, was a good fish. it was a good fish too, actually. So, um, But, yeah, it's always fun out there on, on New Year's, actually. It's a really good good event, actually. If you've got a boat, you definitely want to head out there and give it a bit of a go. So it's not as bad as what a lot of people think. A lot of people think it's going to be chaotic and crazy, but it's actually pretty well organised and everyone's pretty cool generally. So um, really good event, actually. If you've got a boat, definitely get out there next year. It's a really good thing to do. So uh, otherwise, go out on Australia. That's even better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be another good one too. So yes. yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things happening in the harbour. I think they've got that racing as well too with the yeah, big. That's um, good, yeah. yeah, that's another good event as well too. So there's there's a lot on the calendar for the harbour. So it's a great place for any type of them events. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool place. Okay, so where can we catch a fish? Well, it's been good. It's been like the weather has definitely been up and down. We've had lots of swell and lots of wind and obviously quite a bit of rain as well. But look, the fishing's still really good. It's very consistent. And in some places it's going really well. So I'll start off with the kings because the the kingfish are definitely back in the harbour. Um, they're in, in a big way too, like super strong. Um, so many reports from pretty much all over the place. Um, but particularly what's happening at the moment is we're getting we're getting a little bit of rain and it's pushing a lot of the bait out of the Parramatta River in particular. And um, if you're lucky enough, you'll find these little bait balls and uh, and where all the bait gets basically harassed by these kingfish. Um, and it's been pretty spectacular, particularly for the guys with the boats. They've been having an absolute ball coming across these bait balls. And they've been all over the place. They're in Taronga Park Zoo, Rushcutters Bay, um, up in Rose Bay as well too. So more in that main body of the harbour. Um, seems to be fishing the best at the moment. But um, a lot of smaller kings, I haven't heard a stack of bigger fish. Um, there's still a few illegals getting amongst them, but a lot of little fish. Um, but also very good also too from the shoreline as well. Like it's not just, you know, targeting kingfish this time of year isn't just all about having a boat. You can get places like Greenwich Wharf, which is the mouth of the Lane Cove, which is a fantastic place um, where, again, you get a lot of bait that gets flushed out there and you get a lot of them predators hanging out there. Kirribilli, uh, Pier 2, which is very busy this time of year, but it's fantastic, Balmain. Um, there's a lot of good shore-based places for anglers if you don't have a boat uh, to be able to target these kind of probably, the you know, the premier type of sport fish in in the harbour, um, but it's been really good. And there's been other stuff mixed amongst them. There's been tailor, there's been salmon. Um, further down in the schools, there's been trevally as well too. Um, so there's there's a good mixed bag that you're getting at the moment. And also even up at Middle Harbour as well, we've had some great reports up through there. Um, and again, way upstream as well too, towards Roseville. And um, there's a wreck at Tunks Park as well too, which is a pretty famous place for them as well. And then obviously the spit as well. So um, there's been a lot of activity in the harbour. It's been really good. Uh, as I said before, the para's running a little bit dirty because we've been having them kind of rain top-ups. So we've been getting a lot of that urban runoff. So it is quite dirty, but they're still catching plenty of fish. The temperature's still nice and warm. Um, so, you know, the fish aren't in that dormant type of stage. The brim have been fantastic. There's been some critter brim getting caught. Like some of the fish have been like 40 centimetres, which is, I think, up there with some of the bigger brims that you'll see in the harbour. Um, and still um, plenty of whiting and flatties and and lots of school dewfish as well. There's a lot in all the systems at the moment, um, but particularly the harbour and the Parramatta. So um, plenty of options there. The, the bay's been very similar. There's been lots of small kings in there as well, 
Tullamox Point, the Cairns, Watts Reef, all them kind of usual type of areas. Um, hasn't been really anything special in there. Um, but there's been some really nice dewfish coming out of the bay, actually a lot better actually than in the harbour. So there's been a few fish in that metre mark and even bigger. So um, that's pretty cool. And, and again, the same thing with the Trevally, some monster Trevally coming out of there as well at the moment too. Um, same as the Georges, it's very similar to the Parra. It's very dirty upstream, um, but kind of like mid-river, it's quite nice. So like that Como area, it's pretty good. Um, and again, the same thing, there's been lots of brim, uh, lots of dewfish as well too. Um, and even, as I said, the whiting before have been huge in there. So that's been good. Um, Hawkesbury's probably been fishing the best. I've probably seen it for a while. Um, it's been amazing actually how good that's been fishing. I think they've had a, a really good prawning season there as well. I think that's made a big difference. Um, but it's all about the dewfish at the moment because there's some absolute monsters coming out of there, like them 10 to 15 kilo fish that the Hawkesbury's famous for. Um, there's been quite a few getting caught over the last couple of weeks. And again, just all them bread and butter stuff, like your brim, your flathead, all that type of stuff's been really good. Still catching hair tail, which is crazy. We're catching them this time of year, but it's happening. Um, and the kings are all in pit water as well. So you, you've got plenty of options if you're fishing that Hawkesbury system. It's such a big system, and, and there's always a place that you can find that you can have to yourself too. Um, and the offshore scene's been fantastic too. This is the other one that's been firing, all kind of like the main four reefs. So if you look down south, talking Balambi, then Rubra, the Long Erie, and then obviously East Reef up at the Hawkesbury, have all been really consistent with reports. It's been excellent, for, particularly for the trag. The trag have really moved in now, and it's coming a bit of a pattern now that it seems like every summer these trag are moving in. Um, and they're a bit different. They look like a dewfish, but they're not. They've got that concave tail. So if you ever get confused, um, always have a look at the tail because the tails are as a real, um, you know, main difference between a dewfish and, and, a, and an actual trag. But a really nice to eat, and they've been, as I said, they've been everywhere. Um, they're still catching snapper. There's still plenty of pigfish um, and you know flathead and stuff like that. So in general, the reefs have been really strong. Um, the fads have been interesting. It's been the, the current's been switching around a little bit. Um, it's been a bit messy, kind of offshore. Um, so we had really good reports earlier, and then it's kind of quietened down a little bit. But I think once that stabilises a little bit, um, we'll start to get more consistent reports for the dollies. But it's still a little bit early. Um, a lot of the fish are all undersized; they're all in that sixty centimetre size, which is still pretty big for this time of year. But um, yeah, so the marlin's a little bit quiet, unfortunately. Um, it hasn't really kicked into gear yet, but. That'll pick up a bit later on once we start to get a little bit more consistent with that current as well. And, of course, the, the rocks and beaches, like, which is a really big thing for a lot of Sydney siders, it's, it's all been the Benito up north. It's all been Evoca in particular. All them kind of central coast rock ledges have been fishing really well for the Benito. They haven't filtered down south yet. Um, normally, we get a lot of reports off Maruba and um, even further down like Wollongong and stuff like that. But I haven't heard a lot of reports down that way, but that could just change very quickly when the currents really gets going and, and pushes them fish further down. Um, and there's been a few tailor and stuff like that off the beaches, but the beaches have been a little bit quiet, actually, I have to admit. I haven't had a lot of reports off there. Um, and, of course, the other one, too, to think about is the freshwater scene. One good thing with this kind of monsoon that we've had um, in Sydney um, is we've had a lot of rain on the other side of the Great Dividing Range. So all the lakes up there have had a bit of a top-up and the rivers are really good. So if you did want to do something a little bit different and chase some trout up in the mountains, it's been fantastic fishing up there because we've had water, which is really good. So that should be nice and strong for the next couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, overall, it's been really good. It's been a really good start to 2024. It's been very good and hopefully continues. That sounds good. Now we need to get out of Complete Angler, 938 Woodville Road, Villawood, and the third one, the- building. Okay. That's the one. Plenty of new toys arrived. Still plenty of sales coming. Um, obviously, plenty of Boxing Day specials as well, too, which are still running all into the new year. So uh, plenty of toys out there. Okay. Thanks, Mike. You have a great day. We'll do. Talk soon. And we'll look forward to catching up with him next week. Always love Kieran, his uh, fish reports. Very comprehensive. Oh, very much so. Speaking of uh, which, the- are you going to be comprehensive? Yeah, I can. Uh, Tamworth Fishing Tackle and the great outdoor store out there, 15 Roderick Street at Tamworth. The dam levels keep us down to 65. They're pumping the water out there. That's over nine days to come down from 110. The cod have been caught on the troll. Lures, soft and hard bodies are working. Even the spinnerbaits are catching them. Yellow belly on the black gulp uh, lure. And our fish around the trees are the best. Chaffee's down to 89%. Blades and the black S soft plastic working there, the black gulp. Black gulp's working at Split Rock as well. 
and it's down to 98%. The rivers up there, the Namoy and the Peel, are dirty, but they're fishing very well for cod and yellowbelly. Sheba Dam, no reports. Glenbourne is down to 94%. Bass on soft plastics. St. Clair, 91% is the water level. The bass on soft plastics, blades and chatterbaits. And they said forget about the trout streams up around that area. There's been too many fish kills for that area. Harry's bait and tackle down there at Bateman's Bay in the river. Brim, flathead, the odd flounders, good run of whiting, small jibfish, upstream plenty of pearl perch. Better places to fish would be the Tea Wharf, very good. The rock walls are good. The Jews have been caught at Long Beach. Uh, whiting, brim, flathead, tailor and salmon off the beaches. Outside only been snapper and moeys reported. And uh, But the conditions out wide have been very good. Don't forget Harry's Bait and Tackle, 17 Clyde Street at Batemans Bay. Down to the Ocean Hut, the complete angler, 23 Graham Street in the river and the lake areas. The conditions are clearing. The flathead are there over a metre. Uh, round the mouth is the best on the running tide. The top of the tide is the way to go. Brim, Whiting, Trevally and Brim. And wherever else where I'd say the beaches have been very good for salmon, tailor, brim and whiting. The rocks, drummer, brim, salmon and tailor. Outside's been a little bit quiet. Current's been five to six knots. The dolphin fish are around the fads. The marlin are out wider. Plenty of bait schools about in close. But uh, around the island, good reef species being caught as well, like snapper, moeys and small kingies. And lovely blue water, 20 through 23 degrees. So it's that all was great. a very, very comprehensive report. I, I'm not. I'm not surprised that it's a good report. I'm surprised that he said he was going to be comprehensive because he did just tell us he'd booked I a flight. He, I thought he put a new set of Duracell batteries in. Oh, he's on fire. I did. That was good. I did, that I was did, well did, done. Coming up in the next hour of the program, we're going to head up to Salamander Bait and Tackle. I think Matt's on board this morning. Yeah, Matt will be back this morning. See if we can catch up with him. The Honourable Melinda Pavey will join us to talk about her Christmas and what she's been up to. And I'm looking forward to catching up with Pete Sayer uh, to round out today's uh, program. Do we know what Pete's going to be chatting about? No, no, but we can talk about what's happening in the water and... Uh, the fishing up there, with the rain that they've had like that, I would say the fishing would have improved. doesn't matter what he talks about, really. He's always entertaining and well worth listening to. Time for the news. 2SM has Sydney talking. You used to be paying $600 a quarter for electricity, now they're paying $1,200. At the bottom line, when you line up at the checkout, what you are living on, that's where it's still really hurting us. Small minorities are getting in there who have an agenda to push because we are quiet. And when I say we, I mean the majority, then we have to accept it. The minority blokes are out there jumping up and down in the street. That's why they're getting things through that they shouldn't be getting through. Summer Mornings with Dave Cochran. Who am I?